Okay, um, I think this might have worked. This might have solved, hopefully solved our issue. Maybe. We shall see. Otherwise, we just call an audible and roll with it. Yep. And just tell people to turn the shit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, <laughs> welcome to a special Halloween, or not Halloween. We already that did that was, one. That was last month. It's, that's <laughs> what kind of problems we've been having. No. Um Technical wise, uh, welcome to a special Thanksgiving slash Christmas edition of the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. I'm your host Jeff Hall, and with me, as always, my awesome co-host Patrick Terry. And happy Thanksgiving holidays, all of that. Just happy holidays. We'll just yeah, we'll just roll with all of that fun stuff. Yeah. So. We did a Halloween special. People seem to like that. Um, so I thought, you know what? Or how many Thanksgiving movies are there? Yeah. I thought, what, three? I think came to mind. Two or three came to mind. Right. So I was like, you know what, Patrick? Let's give this a whirl. I'm going to go do a search and see if there's a list. And sure enough, there's you can do a Google search for a list of, of Thanksgiving movies. And there's... Quite, you know, there's quite a few lists, and not all of them actually are "quote unquote" Thanksgiving movies or movies that take place at Thanksgiving. They might have a scene or two in which Thanksgiving is involved, or they have to do with family dynamics, kind of like the stereotype of people arguing at Thanksgiving table, right. which I always found kind of odd because it seems like it doesn't really matter if there's Thanksgiving or not. People do that no matter what. <laughs> so I'm That's true. But whatever. Um, so I was like, let's, I said, I have an idea. Let's find a list. Let's go through some of the ones, see what we think. And then we'll go ahead and just do a Christmas one, too, because we have more feelings about that and more thoughts. And I guess uh, we can go ahead and give our list of favorite Christmas movies or however we want to, however we end up going with it. We ended up having some technical issues here trying to work this stuff out and while we were doing the sound test I was just finally like you know what we're good and I laughed so hard I'm like you know we're going to keep that in so enjoy the new intro (laughs) at least for this one right so uh, we're going to but even though even though this is a holiday special we don't want to neglect what we normally do on a weekly podcast so this should drop Wednesday the day before Thanksgiving so uh, we're recording in the past to bring it to you in the future, or the present, whenever you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, sounds like a very <laughs> sounds like a very Doc Brown thing to say. Yeah, it'll all make sense eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, Patrick, what's new? Well, I'm coming off of having a week off of work, and as I was mentioning before we started recording, I didn't really hit the theaters like I was planning on. It was like three days. Well, the day in between where I did nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, but it was relaxing. It's kind of like working out. Yeah, you day, yeah. take a day, you work out, day rest, work out, day That's rest. Another thing I didn't do this week. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. So. but uh, it was a good week off. Um, yeah, it was relaxing. Got to get back at it tomorrow. So. Yeah, bless your heart. Yeah, it'll be cool though. Okay. Um, so you'll be working all week, so yeah. that includes Thanksgiving. So I guess that rules out. Thanksgiving plans, right? Well, I'll probably eat before work. Take okay. something to eat while at work. 
you know, that good itis food that has you ready to go to sleep. Yep. yep. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. What do they call it? Tech, uh, tech. I can never remember the name. But, but yeah. <laughs> the stuff that's in it. Okay. Right. Um, family doing anything? I mean, obviously, they're probably, it'll be without you since you'll be at work. But yeah. this is before, I mean, other than beforehand. Yeah, I'd be local, no traveling. My mom would be cooking. Um, I think my aunt was wanting us to come up there, but um, just didn't feel like traveling this year. Right. So just okay. staying home, get some of my mom's good cooking, eat there, and hopefully I don't fall asleep on the way to work. There you go. <laughs> uh, agreed. I agree with you. So I, as I kind of talked about, so we're going back to Missouri uh, for Thanksgiving. Um uh, all four of us, and then we're driving down. It's about a seven-hour drive. Go visit my mom, my grandparents, and then hopefully get together with some of my friends from high school. Hopefully I'll be able to, you know, we'll have enough time, I guess I should say. Because right. time's always against us anytime we go down to visit. Right. But I'm hoping to get enough time maybe record something and, you know, we can use. Because... Uh, Definitely my best friends, Mike and Aaron, are big movie guys, too. Okay. And if they all lived here, they would, they would be joining us right. weekly. It would be a roundtable-type discussion. That'd be cool. Um, it would be. And um, But they, because uh, uh, Mike's got three kids. Aaron doesn't have any. Um, my best friend, Kathy, has three kids and about to be a grandmother. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> But, yeah, um, it'll be great to see everybody and catch up. Plus, my brother and his family are coming down, too. So it'll be a big a big feast. Um, that is when we're planning on seeing Frozen 2. All right. Because uh, Grayson and her cousins, uh, both girls, Avery and Lily, love the first one. York is good. He's He said he's good. He's like he's so right. he'll go spend time with his uh, with his other grandmother while, he's, while the girls are... Watching the movie. I mean, I want to go too because I right. want to talk about it on the podcast. So of course I'm going to see it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I'd go hang out with York, but uh, but he'll get get some good one on one time with his other grandmother. And then uh, we're coming back Sunday, so it'll be kind of a short trip. I mean, you know, for me at least it's a short trip, um, but you know, it'll still be fun. And then. Uh, We'll be back, and then we'll be back at it, and then York's birthday is that next Tuesday on the 3rd, so it'll be 9. Yeah, it's already, I mean, it's already coming it's already coming along. It just felt like it was just Grayson's and then ours, and now it's York's, so. Um, up there. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, uh, by the time this drops, we will have had another special episode. We're just dropping special episodes left and right. Uh, the next couple of weeks, yeah. <laughs> next couple of weeks um, is very exciting um, for us as a podcast because we're finally able to kind of get some people on. It may not be in, you know, as they would say, in studio or in our case, in house. In yeah. <laughs> but uh, through technology of Skype, you know, we're able to be able to record them and then put them in podcast form. I just recorded. Uh, this will have dropped, but the interview with Chris Mancini from the podcast Comedy Film Nerds, I had just finished recording before you came over, and it was very, it was, it was, it was a blast for me, and uh, we had some good discussion about uh, basically 
we talked about Midway, which you had already seen. Right. And then got his thoughts, and he's got a new project coming out, and I'm, you know, he's really needing people to help help him out on Kickstarter. So, you know, it's a good, it was a good conversation. We also talked about, uh, you know, like when we talked about Strange South, we talked about, talked to him about, uh, what movies, you know, what kind of impact movies had on his life growing up and then, uh, you know, kind of expressing things through, like, when he got older. Right. And now he's got two kids, you know, what it's like taking them to the movies and stuff and how one likes one genre more than the other one, but the other one likes the other kind. So, and, yeah. But one thing that always brings the family together are Pixar movies. Pretty much everybody wants to see those. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was a good interview. I was very thankful for that. And then, again, this will already drop. Um, we originally were going to drop the uh, interview with uh, the movie director, Tricia C., from Pitch Perfect 3 and Step Up All In. Uh, she had a scheduling conflict, which is weird for me to have to say that. But <laughs> it's true. She had a scheduling conflict, so we rescheduled it. We're going to uh, record it Tuesday night, and then that will drop uh, the, ne- the next week, the first week of December. Okay. So we'll drop that one then for everybody to be listened to. It'll be hard for me to want to sit on that for a week, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But All right, shall we get into it? Shall we get into it? We shall. All right. So for anybody that wants to follow along or is even remotely curious what list we are using, I'm using the – just basically did a Google search for Thanksgiving movies – and the one we're going to go off of out of the many that there were there is the one that was at the top. It is the uh, Esquire Magazine's uh, Thanksgiving movies, and they've got like a little countdown. Now, this is from October 10th of this year, so it's a fairly recent list, okay. which is probably why it was at the top of the search. Right. So, we're in, I believe this is our top 20. Um, Oh, these are 29. We're not going to go through all 29 because that's going to take forever. So we'll go through some that we've heard of and then maybe mention a couple we haven't. The first one they listed was a family Thanksgiving. I hadn't heard about this one. But it starts Faye Dunaway. And it, uh, you know, it's not the holiday. It says it's not the holiday season until you watched at least one made-for-TV movie. That's why I've never heard of it. Uh, it's about an ambitious lawyer named Claudia who ends up in an alternate alternative world where she is a soccer mom. Hmm. Alrighty. It's all thanks to her sort of guardian angel, Faye Dunaway. Oh, they spelled Faye Dunaway wrong. All right. Uh, an entire gender studies thesis could be written about the movie based on the plot alone, but the conflict all starts when Claudia is pressured by her sister to bake a pie for Thanksgiving. Now we understand why it's a f- made-for-TV movie. Yeah. <laughs> However, I'm not sure why Faye Dunaway's in it. The next one they list is You've Got Mail, the, you know, fairly now-dated <laughs> Tom Very Hanks, Meg Ryan. Very much. <laughs> now, mind you, this is actually a remake uh, from an older movie. I can't remember, don't, I don't remember what year. Uh, called The Shop Around the Corner. It's basically an updated version from that. Just a different title. From, Different title, but based and it's basically a bookshop. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's it's one of those. They are uh, 
in order to make a list that it doesn't take place on Thanksgiving, but it takes place in the fall, and there's at least one scene of Thanksgiving in the movie. So they're going to go ahead and kind of classify it as that. So I guess a reference qualifies it. Yeah, well, <laughs> and if you think about it, when we get to our Christmas list, you can see why I'm going to be a little bit more forgiving yeah. <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, but I actually, did you ever see this movie? I have no. not. Okay. Heard I, of it a lot, but yeah, I, yeah. I never watched it. So I watched it because I had a huge crush on Meg Ryan right. um, before she had all the work done. Um, and she was like America's little sweetheart. I, and basically this movie was just a reason to get for Nora Ephron to get Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan back together after Sleepless in Seattle. Right. So, it, but it's cute. It's a cute movie. Is it my favorite? No. Um, I think my favorite Meg Ryan rom-com is uh, Addicted to Love. It's her, Matthew Broderick, um, Chucky Cairo, and who's, uh, is it Kelly... Kelly, what's her name? John Travolta's wife. Crap. Yeah, not, <laughs> not Kelly Crap, but anyways, um, they are. Uh, anyways, it's about it's almost like a revenge because they both got dumped. So Meg Ryan's trying to seek revenge, and and so is Matthew Broderick. It's a. I keep wanting to say Kelly Rowland, but that's the singer. So I know that's not right. Yeah, that's the singer. Yeah, that's going to bug the hell out of me now. Preston. Kelly Preston. I knew I'd get there. I knew I would get there. Yay. Had to sift through all the other things going on. All the other Kellys <laughs> in my life, I know. Got Kelly Ripa. Kelly Clarkson, most importantly. Yep. Oh, yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, no. All yeah. Them. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, but I think it's a really cute movie. It's one of my, and I, I actually watched it. It's been a minute, but it was on TV one time. I was like, oh, I missed this. I forgot how much I like this movie. Anyways. But that's, so for whatever reason, you've got Mills on here. Now, the next movie, I didn't, I never got around to seeing, but I know I got kind of mixed reviews. August, Osage County, which is based on a play. Mm-hmm. And it got nominated for a few Oscars, mainly just the writing. Right. Um, but it's not... You know, it's not all said at Thanksgiving, but it's about a family that's imploding, and so it's, you know, you know it's fighting, you know, inner family fighting. So, of course, to fit the stereotype of Thanksgiving dinners, of people fighting at the dinner table. Right. As opposed to any other day, <laughs> I guess. I guess it's what especially because everybody's clumped together. I guess so. And then it brings people, I guess, if they come from out of town that, yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, this movie centers on a family who are, they're mourning the loss of the patriarch of uh, their family, but also battling their alien, depressed, and abusive mother, played by Mill Street. So, yep. So, that's, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Next one is Sweet November. Uh, it's, I actually have not seen this one. It's a romantic movie I haven't seen. But the ageless, uh, Keanu Reeves is in it, and Charlize Theron's in it. They're reuniting after Devil's Advocate, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically Charlize Theron meets Keanu Reeves at the DMV where a lasting relationship begins, and she ends up 
asking him to spend the month with her, the month of November with her, and promises that she'll change his life for the better. So they spend the month together, and it turns out there's more to the story than Nelson knows. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Turns out mm. she's dead a bit. That's kind of... Sounds like it's one of those, turns out she's actually dead. Right. <laughs> or vice versa, he's dead. One of them's dead. That might be interesting to watch. <laughs> I know, right? If not, one of them should be. Right. Then it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. <laughs> if they're not, they will eventually. They will be. Yeah, 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 will be. Um, <clears throat> next one they have on their list is For Your Consideration. So it's, uh, it's Christopher Guest and his group of people. Uh... It's got Eugene Levy. It's from 2006. It's one of those mockumentary films mm-hmm. uh, about three actors played by uh, Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, um, Catherine O'Hara, Parker Posey, Harry, Harry Shearer from All the Simpsons. Um, and they're making a film called Home for Purim, which is supposedly garnering lots of Oscar buzz. Uh, things come to a bit of a halt when the studio intervenes and renames the film Home for Thanksgiving, because the first title is apparently, quote, too Jewish, end quote. So, <laughs> the film, so I don't know how many Christopher Guest movies you've seen, like um, A Mighty Wind, uh, Waiting for Guffman, what's the other one? Best in Show. So they're fake, basically, they're fake documentary. I mean, it, this is Spinal Tap. He did that one also. Um, so it's a movie, but it's shot in a way like it's a documentary. Yeah, okay. yeah. But it's a comedy. It's straight-up comedy. Okay. And there's a good amount that's kind of improvised, but it's really good. Right. Um, like, I really like A Mighty Wind because it's based on, like, folk music, and it's like a trying to get these old folk bands back together right. for, a uh, for, like, a reunion-type, conve- like, a convention-type thing. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and there's actually some good music in there, and I believe uh, Eugene Levy and C- Catherine O'Hara got nominated for an Oscar for like best original song because I remember them performing it at the Oscars. Wow! So was it a Kiss to Build a Dream on, or something like that? I can't remember. It's been forever, but it's it's good. This one's not bad. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's still good though. It's decent. Yeah, it's decent. So. Uh, Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Give me just one second. Um, one we've both have seen, Paul Blart, Marl Cop. <laughs> yeah, way so, better than the, the sequel, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, for those that haven't seen it, it's a comedy that takes place. It's, uh, excuse me. So, Black Friday, obviously, is very popular. It's as big as Thanksgiving, if not bigger, really. Um, So, it's a movie that's completely devoted to that day where Paul Blart, played by Kevin James, gets caught up in a heist that happens under his own nose, and he has to save the day in a uh, mall in New Jersey. Uh, So, it... uh, yeah, so it's it's. I thought the movie was pretty was funnier than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, it's not like the funniest thing in the world, but it's entertaining. Right. Like it, I didn't. It, it'll do. It, yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's serviceable. 
That's probably the best way to put it. It's yeah. serviceable. If you watch um, this, then the sequel, you're like, yeah, yeah, the sequel never happened. Exactly. <laughs> and I would agree with that, too, because I'd be on the same page. Like The sequel did, never happened. Um, so the next one is the one that is the one that came to my mind. One of the ones. Uh, Home for the Holidays. So it's uh, directed by Jodie Foster. came out in 1995. It's a comedy about uh, Holly Hunter going home for Thanksgiving um, to a very dysfunctional family, which includes Anne Bancroft, Charles Durning, Robert Downey Jr., Dylan McDermott. I mean, it's got a great cast. I think I saw this a long time ago. And I don't think I rented it. I think it's one of those I saw on TV. Um, And remember, it was was pretty entertaining. And... uh, just a couple more, and then we'll move on to our Christmas ones. Planes, trades, and automobiles, I think, is the one that most people associate. Uh, obviously, starring John Hughes movie, starring Steve Martin and John Candy, that uh, are both just trying to get home to New York for Thanksgiving. But fate constantly, you know, kind of stops them, you know, with... Uh, <coughs> And to where they end up having to take planes, trains. And automobiles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But it's very, I mean, it's it's a classic. It's extremely hilarious. Uh, the pillow scene is, I think, the most popular one. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, uh, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I mean, how you, it's not technically a movie, but it, how are you going to have... Thanksgiving without a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. True. Um, And then I'll just run through kind of a few other titles that are on the list. The Ice Storm. It's directed by Ang Lee. That was pre-Crouching Tiger Days. It's actually really good. I was about to say it might be pretty decent because it seemed like he peaked with Crouching Tiger. Yeah. Um, It's set around the holiday in 1973, Connecticut. Two well-off families struggling with all matters of time. Um... Anyways, uh, adultery and alcohol inevitably play a big factor in the problems which are dramatized and and handled uh, by the cast, including Kevin Klein, Joan Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Tommy McGuire, Christina Ricci, and Elijah Wood. This movie's really good. The acting's, yeah. It's a good movie. Good cast. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um... Next one's Pieces of April with Kitty Holmes. I never got around to seeing that. Um, but it, uh, Patricia Clarkson, and who plays the cancer-stricken mother in the movie, ends up actually getting an Oscar nomination in it, from it. Wow. Uh, the House of Yes with Parker Posey, where she has her obsession with, uh, with Jacqueline Kennedy. I remember that. I vaguely remember that movie, but it is very weird. Um, yeah, that one's good. Funny People uh, with uh, Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen, um, where Adam Sandler is, you know, he's a wealthy movie star. He seeks to get back to his stand up comedy roots uh, after being diagnosed with leukemia. He meets Seth Rogen to help him basically write him jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> and I then, that. Yeah, you don't think so? There's a lot of good comedians in it, like stand-up comedians. There's 
but it's actually really well done. Uh, but uh, yes, because I like Adam Sandler when he does dramas. Because Punch Run, I liked him in Punch Drunk Love. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. And I think he's going to be really good in this uh, Uncut Gems. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, I think, yeah, because he's getting a lot of buzz for it, so I think he'll end up doing really well. And then, um, oh, for the kids, Free Birds. Free Birds. Yeah. I think I took my daughter to see that when it came out. Oh, yeah? If I remember right. So, Owen Wilson, Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, and George Takei win Voices to the Animated Comedy. So basically about a turkey who was lucky enough to be pardoned on Thanksgiving by the president. Yeah. Uh, Jake, on the other hand, is a wild turkey with a political agenda. He ends up kidnapping Jake in an effort to promote the Turkey Freedom Front. Wow, I can't believe I was able to say that. That's three <laughs> S in a row. Turkey Freedom Front. A right. uh, guerrilla group sent to end Thanksgiving for good. But together they maneuver a time machine going back to the very first Thanksgiving to rid turkeys from the menu for good. Yeah, I remember that. Oof. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot what year that was, but it's been it's been a minute. Yeah. So they put uh, Abbott's Family Values on there. So, all right. I'll go with that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite movies. Okay. So this is... I'm a huge Paul Newman fan, so one of my favorite Paul Newman movies is a 90s movie with that not too many people probably remember called Nobody's Fool. It's a... Uh, <laughs> he stars as an upstate New York construction worker, hustler in constant conflict with a contractor played by Bruce Willis, whose wife, played by Melanie Griffith, he fans, you know, he has a thing for. Right. His routine is uh, basically updated by the arrival of his estranged son, played by Dylan Walsh, who would, who's uh, he was the lead guy in the movie Congo. You know, the monkey. It's been a long time. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Amy, sign language. Amy, home. It's terrible. That, yeah. I just can't picture it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim Curry played in the bad guy. Um, anyways. His son comes to visit around Thanksgiving, leading to amusing and disarming holiday set. Uh, character study about loneliness, reconciliation, and unexpected ways people achieve contentment. I really liked it because I thought it was really cute. And yeah. I love Paul Newman. And, yeah, that was one of my favorites. Um, and Grumpy Old Man. We didn't forget about Grumpy Old Man. But yeah, that's <laughs> has an amusing uh, Thanksgiving dinner scene in it, um, where they act like a bunch of feuding uh, kids. Yeah. And if you want to get, and if you want to get uh, more historical about it, the New World, one of Terrence Malick's twenty-hour movies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Feels like twenty hours movies. Anyways, but it has a good cast. Uh, but it talks about uh, it's about the founding of Virginia's Jamestown settlement the mythical romance uh, between John Smith played by Colin Farrell and uh, Pocahontas played by I'm not gonna, oh I'm so going to butcher his name Kiorianka Kilcher there we go that's not too, one too hard um, lyrical haunting story of America's birth and thus 
the ideal masterpiece to experience on Thanksgiving. If, I don't know, it's Terrence Malick, you really had to be paying attention because beautiful to look at, but man, pacing is... Pacing is not his friend. He he likes to take his time. He expects you to be there for the entire thing. So he makes beautiful movies. But man, you really got to be there for him. Has a hard time holding your attention, basically. And he just it's he's not in a rush hmm. to tell his story. It's but I did enjoy it though. All right, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap that part up as far as Thanksgiving. Patrick, I've done a lot of talking about Thanksgiving movies. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your uh, your Christmas movies, and then I'll go second. All right. Well, these are kind of like in no specific order except the first one I have, which is a movie I watch every year, so I'll leave that for last. Um, first one I'll, I'll talk about, uh, you got Trading Places. Oh, okay. With uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Uh, Dan Aykroyd play, basically plays a snobbish investor, and Eddie Murphy's a um, street con man. And they have their roles reversed from a bet based on these millionaires thinking that they can take this con man and make him, I guess, Wall Street success story and then see how uh, the snobbish investor survives in being, a, I guess, homeless. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's classic. And it takes place around Christmas. There you go. Uh, so it's not necessarily a Christmas theme, but Christmas is there. It's a scene. It is a character. Yeah. If The way I see it, if Christmas is a character, it's a Christmas movie, whether or not the overall theme is Christmas. Does that... that I know that makes sense somewhere. Well, Dan Eckford does dress up like Santa, so... There you go. <laughs> uh, jingle all the way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with Mr. Terminator himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, so basically, he vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure, and fortunately, it's all sold out. So now he's going on this journey of traveling all over town trying to find an action figure that keeps selling out, and other parents trying to get it for their son, or just kids in general. And so he's pretty much uh, got to compete with them to try to attain it, and a lot of shenanigans ensues. Um, Batman Returns. There you go. Yeah, uh, sequel to the original Batman. And, of course, in this one, you got Catwoman and Penguin. But it's pretty much the Christmas atmosphere. It, it, it is. It takes place during Christmas season. Because yeah. so, they light up the entire part where there's an entire scene where they try and light up the Christmas tree. Right. And then they have to do it a second time. Yep. Uh, let's see. Gremlins. Nice. That's a nice classic. Yes. Uh, so, the basic premise here is a new pet is received, which has three rules that must be followed. Otherwise, you know, stuff can happen. Uh, of course, these rules are broken, and if you've seen it, you know exactly what takes place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's also around Christmas. I yep. guess at least the... He was the, a Christmas present. Know, yeah. Get small. Um, elf. There you go. Got Real Farrell, played Buddy, who is human, but he was raised as an elf. And then as he's older, he discovers that he's actually human, so he sets off to try to find his father. His real father. His yeah. real father, yeah, his biological father. 
Um, of course, just like the Thanksgiving, you got to have Charlie Brown. So Charlie Brown Christmas, which is, um, you know, Charlie Brown is seeking a deeper meaning to Christmas, uh, despite the materialistic and commercialism going on. So it's a little bit of all? Uh, right, right. <laughs> all this conditioning. But uh, I kind of doubled up this one, Home Alone 1 and 2. Okay. Which are the only Home Alones I really recognize. <laughs> I think it's most people. Yeah. And um, basically both movies have similar premises. Kevin's left at home two different times. One trip, they're supposed to go to France. Next movie going to... Um, Florida, wasn't it? Where? Yeah, it was Florida. But he gets on a different plane, heads to New York, and just following him around. You've seen it. You know what's up. <laughs> um, then we got... Uh, how the Grinch Stole Christmas, the TV movie, not necessarily the Jim Carrey gotcha. version. Uh, basically, the Grinch sets out to destroy Christmas for a nearby village, Whoville. And, yeah, we know how that turned out. <laughs> uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's basically the Griswolds family, I guess it fits into the standard. Their family gets together on Thanksgiving yep. or Christmas and... They don't get along, argue, everything just kind of goes wrong. It could go wrong. Um, now, my top movie is a movie every year got to watch. doesn't matter. It's only 24, 24 hours a day Yeah. for that whole day, uh, A Christmas Story. Oh, okay. So, you know, you got Ralphie trying to get himself that, that um, rifle BB gun, yep. and everybody's telling him he's going to shoot his eye out. But that's just a classic. I, have, I watch every Ever since I first watched it when I was younger to now, even now, I'm still excited to watch that all day. <laughs> and I'll, even if it's in the background, I have it on all day. Of course, I could just buy the movie and watch it anytime, but Christmas. Why, why do that when you go watch it all day for that's free? It. Pop it on TNT, leave it there. I'll leave it be. <laughs> yep. Yep. But that's, that's my list. Okay. So years ago, back when I was still watching movies on VHS, I actually made a 12 Days of Christmas Movies. Mm-hmm. I've since lost that list because I've had like five or six computers since then. Right. <laughs> um, but let's put it this way. This list was printed off on a dot matrix printer. So that should tell you how old this list is. Wow. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. We didn't upgrade too much. Um, <laughs> but they do what you got. Yep. So... A lot of it is coming back from memory. Um, obviously, I've had to add a couple because some new, some movies have come along since. And um, so what I did was I wrote down. Now, these are not in any cer- certain order. Yeah. Well, a couple more. But these mix, um, you know, movies for kids as well as movies for adults. Right. It's a healthy mix. Um, a little something for everybody. So... To start off your 12 Days of Christmas movies, I have A Nightmare Before Christmas, because this will be the argument more than anything. Is it a Christmas movie, or is it a Halloween movie? My argument is, why can't it be both? You see? Um, so, I'm going to make it both. Yeah. <laughs> um the music's amazing. It's stop-motion animation at its best. Danny Elfman not only composes the music, he is—he sings. He's the voice of Jack. So he's the voice. Sorry, he's the singing voice of Jack. Uh, 
Okay. Chris Sarandon is actually the the acting voice, as in like Chris Sarandon as the man with six fingers on his right hand from Princess Bride. Chris Sarandon. Okay. Yeah. So. No wait. No, he was sorry. Chris Sarandon was was the king, whatever it was. But he was in the movie. Yeah, but he was in the movie nonetheless. Anyways, um, I've loved that movie since yeah for twenty years now. It's it's still a classic in our house. Second one, the Muppet Christmas, a Muppet Christmas Carol, where the Muppets did basically a Christmas Carol, and Michael Keaton or not Michael Keaton, Michael Caine played uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Okay, I love that movie. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's great. Rizzo when he accidentally gets his tail lit on fire, is funny. Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. I laughed so I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, but that's one everybody can watch and enjoy. Right. Because even my mom enjoyed watching that. Because uh, we all went to go see that one. And then number three will be a Christmas story, as you mentioned. Yeah, everybody's seen it a bunch of times. Oh yeah. And if you haven't, I, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you. Um, number four is Home Alone. Because, yeah, it's, again, it's one growing up that we watched a lot. Yeah. And now it is one of Grayson's favorite movies. Like, she watched, oh, yeah. She goes, I want to watch the one with the face. And because he makes the, you know, after the aftershave. Yeah. Yeah. So she calls it the movie. I want to watch the one with the face. And I know what she means. Yeah. And this went on for, and still, we just watched it last week, I think. She wanted to put it on. All right. Be even in the summer, she was on it. She didn't care. Um, but it's still entertaining, even when she puts it on over and over and over again. It's I don't hate it, but I don't. It holds. It still holds. <laughs> yeah. It's not annoying to me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, number five would be Christmas Vacation again. I remember seeing this in Kansas City. Uh, we went to, I think we went to go visit my grandparents. And they were still living up there. Mm-hmm. And we went and saw it at a theater. It was kind of a small theater. But I laughed so hard, though. Like, I laughed so hard during the sledding where he waxed, you know, waxed the sled or whatever. And he just started flying down there. And, like, there's sparks shooting up and everything. I was laughing so hard I choked on pop. I actually choked on popcorn. Dang. And it <laughs> took me a good minute to get it out. But, yeah, I was laughing that hard. It was really funny. Um, and then number six, I even put down Mickey Christmas Carol because I actually remembered that one as a kid, right? And Goofy playing, you know, the playing Jacob Marley with the chains and everything, and I actually still really enjoy that one, watching that one. Um, number seven is one I actually just saw, in, at least for me, recently within the past few months. It's called uh, "It's Holiday Inn" with Bing Crosby. And I'm blanking on who the actress was. Oh, no, it's bugging me now. Anyways, it's really super cute. And yeah. basically, the open, he, uh, I think it's a, he played a veteran returning from the war and ends up opening up an inn in like Connecticut or somewhere like that. I don't know, up east somewhere. Yeah. But he only opens the, he only opens it up for holidays. So, I mean, but like all the holidays. Right. And all the dinners and the shows, the uh, 
All the dinners and the shows are themed around the holiday. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's really cute, though. I really enjoyed it. And then, uh, now the next one's Eight Crazy Nights, which technically is at Christmas, but still holiday because it's more about Hanukkah. And it's the animated uh, movie with Adam Sandler. And I don't know. I really, it's different. It's cute. It's funny. It's not super great, but it's entertaining. I enjoy it. Um, number nine. Now we're getting to a lot of my favorites. Number nine, Lethal Weapon. Still a Christmas movie. I don't care what people say. No. Takes place at Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. If they're play, they play Christmas music in it. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas movie. Anyways, uh, if you if you drive a car through a house and it rams the Christmas tree over and runs over the presents. Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. I don't care. <laughs> Love that movie. I think is that another one of those movies where I saw the sequel before I saw the. No, I definitely saw the first one. Okay. Yeah, I was like, no, I, I had to go rent the second one, and now I know why. <laughs> the drive-through scene, the Joe Pesci drive-through scene is enough to remind me why I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, so then number 10 is uh, Batman Returns, like you said. Yeah. Christmas. Um, then number 11, Most this is the big argument during Christmas time when it comes to movies. Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas. He uses wrapping, he uses wrapping tape, actually. He uses Christmas tape. To tape a gun to his back. There are Christmas trees. There are presents. He comes down at a Christmas party. It's a Christmas movie. That's it. <laughs> it's no more evidence than that. They play Let It Snow during the credits. That's definitely a Christmas. There you go. I will I will defend this to the day I die. I don't care. The best thing about about Christmas about the uh, holiday season is that I get to break out my Nakatomi Tower uh, Christmas party 1988 hoodie mm-hmm. and put it on. It is my favorite hoodie because it's the most comfortable thing in the world. Yeah, it is so comfy. I can't wait to break that out. So, and then number twelve, if you're gonna have Die Hard, you gotta have Die Hard Two, Die Harder. Also Christmas movie. <laughs> so. Uh, and that one I did see before I saw the original. So I didn't even know what Daher was. Yeah. And then we came home. Uh, when, I think I talked about this when I was talking about um, movies that I remember seeing with my dad. Right. This is one of those, for sure. Most memorable between that one and Terminator 2. Yeah. Most memorable. Because I came home, or we got home from seeing Die Hard 2, and then turned on the cable and Die Hard was getting ready to start. I stayed up late to watch Die Hard. Wow. Yeah. It was meant for you to see it. <laughs> exactly. I know, right? So that's my 12 days of Christmas movies. Yeah. So if you started on the, is it 13, 14, 15, 16, 17? Well, 13. If you, it's Christmas Day then, if you, do, you start on 13 then. Yeah. That's how that works. Um, but, of course, I cannot leave off Elf because it is, a, you know, it's one of those newer classics for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And then uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Bag Christmas. Not really a movie, more of a special. Mm-hmm. Just like Mickey Christmas Carol is a special. Okay. But it's one we watch every year. So, um, yeah. And I'm sure we probably left some off that people were like, you know, what about this one? Y'all didn't talk about it. I know. Yeah. I had to mostly put the movies that I remember watching, you know, the ones that were yeah. obvious. But, um, yeah, I, I, I saw some other movies that I didn't put on my list that people probably think of. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to put Holiday in, I might as well put White Christmas. You yeah. know what I mean? It's right. just another Bing Crosby legit Christmas movie. But right. I didn't like that one as much, so I didn't put it on my list. <laughs> I've seen it. and It's fine. It's, yeah. Just didn't make the list. It's just not my, yeah. Uh, I liked Holiday in more. It was cute. White Christmas, yeah, I get it. And especially for bad, I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just, I liked Holiday and more. And like these others more. Right. Um, so, I like how Dis- like Disney's now kind of gotten on board that Christmas time's the time to release the Star Wars movies. Every year, they've released a Star Wars movie. Um, York's mom takes them to go, which I'm okay with. The only problem is... I was trying to think if there was one last Christmas. Um, I don't think so. I, don't, I think that was the only year they did. They skipped. Yeah. Because yeah. the one before that was... Uh, Solo. I mean, well... It was Last Star Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. Last Jedi, and then Rogue One was before that. Yeah. And then... Um, and then Force the f- number seven. Force yeah, Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they held on, yeah, because uh, Solo came out in May, I remember, because it was a, like... I think they had to go to the drawing board after that one. <laughs> Man, a lot. Yeah, and we get Mandalorian with it. Yeah. <laughs> now we get Mandalorian. And all, is, and all is right in the world. Yeah, Baby Yoda. Yep. Hitting the store soon. There you go. As soon as I, I saw right. it, I'm like, dang, it's Christmas time. They're going to start selling that. Yep. Pop figures sure be coming out like crazy. Yep. And yes, we'll probably get it. So, give it uh, baby Yoda. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Grayson will want it. Oh yeah, Grayson, look on the TV. Aww, <laughs> that's it. Exactly, that's the appropriate response. That's it. Um, Take my money. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, so yeah, because every year, um, Star Wars movie comes out comes out right around um, York's mom's birthday because her birthday is December eighteenth. Okay. So usually it's usually that week. Yeah. So she takes them and the two of them go. So this year, um, the last one, or supposedly the last one. Right. To wrap it up. We'll see how the uh, numbers Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker comes out. So they'll go see it, and then I'll have to hurry up and see it so York doesn't spoil it. Because I know that boy. Bless his heart. He loves to school. He doesn't mean to. He just... He just gets excited. Just start talking start, about it. I go, I go, I only need to know... If you liked it or didn't like it, nothing more. I don't need you telling me anything about it. You could say, oh, there's some really cool scenes. Right. And that's all I need to know. That's it. Do not get, get into specifics. Yeah. Because he saw Endgame before I saw it. I'm like, Ooh, I bet that was rough. <laughs> I said, you need to not say a word. Oh, man. that that That's probably one movie where a lot of folks are really kicked off when they heard things. Yeah. Like, I heard somebody walking out say something. I was like, man, I hope that doesn't really happen. Of course, it didn't. Yeah. 
And I was just like, man. That was mad. I was like, yeah. why are you talking loud? That's, I know, man. It's like, you. that's one of those things where you like walk into a theater wearing noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing that now. So I'm like, Pop-a-roll. I ain't hearing you. I just don't want anyone to try. That's it. So, all right. Well, I think we're done, man. Right. Got anything you want to add? No. I mean, there's a lot of movies. There's going to be a lot of movies yeah. coming out this time of year. Some and of these get, movies have early showtime, so I'm probably going to be checking them out before work. Okay. So. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be, uh, and like I said, we've got a couple extra special episodes lined up. I know for sure that I've got planned and uh, things I'm trying to work out. Um, and we're going to have, uh, there are going to be a lot of really good movies coming out. And then before you know it, all the award season will be coming around. Yep. So I'll be checking all those out. I'm sure you will try it as well. And then I'll, um, kind of on that, when the award season, when the award season starts coming around, we'll start, I'll have printouts because that's the nerd I am. Okay. I'll have printouts we can go through and we can always make picks and then see how we do. And then if it's ones we haven't seen, it'll still be fun. Yeah. And then we can track it and see how they do from award show to award show. I think BAFTAs are the first ones. I know I wrote one of them that dates down. I think BAFTAs are the first. It's like early January, like or early to mid January. Right. Okay. And SAG Awards. That was the one I was writing down. I was going to write down the date. Um, so it's usually SAG Awards, BAFTAs, and then I think after that it's Golden Globes and Oscars, if I remember correctly. But we'll get all that squared away soon because it'll be here before you know it. Yep. So, all right, man. Um, I guess for myself, Jeff Hall, and for my amazing co-host, Patrick Terry, we want to wish you... A happy, safe Thanksgiving, especially if you're traveling. Yep. And um, obviously, happy holidays because, you know, but we'll hear from you. You'll hear from us several times before then. True. So, if you have to work, hopefully, you get some good food to take. What what he said? (laughs) What he said. Oh, yeah. So, until then, we will see you on the next episode. Later.